May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Say it like you mean it. How do you decide what to do if faced with a difficult dilemma, I wonder? As we journeyed through Holy Week, of course, we reflected upon this as the crowd changed from greeting Jesus with a joyful Hosanna to crying out, crucify him. Meanwhile, Peter, scared for his safety, denied even knowing Jesus just trying to save himself at all costs. And of course, in the Gospel reading today, we see at the start the disciples are locked away for fear of who else is out there. The influence of others can be so clear. Peer pressure, if you like. The same sort of thing that at times has encouraged children to take up smoking or drinking because all their friends are doing the same. The sort of thing that encourages someone to follow the football team that their friends follow or their family have always followed. Or the sort of thing that encourages normally mild-mannered football fans to start calling for the head of an opposition player or referee. We all probably experience this at times, one way or another. The desire to conform to what other people expect not wanting to make a fuss, thinking it's easiest to just go along with it and hope for the best. Of course, in today's reading from Acts of the Apostles, we hear Peter and the other apostles pulled in to be questioned by the council, declaring that God must be obeyed rather than any human authority. Because in the end, We are serving God first and foremost. How Peter has changed, transformed by the Holy Spirit. And we know it, don't we? We know we need to follow Jesus, not each other, when making decisions about how to best live our lives. The fact we're here this morning, rather than doing something else that society says you should be doing on Sunday morning, is quite significant. We're here gathering to celebrate the Sabbath, not going out to being Hugh or the tip or playing football or anything. Not that I'm fit enough to play football nowadays anyway. At the same time though, there are always things, people, situations that try to pull us in one direction or another away from God, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally and on occasions we fall, we slip, we find we are following a path not towards Jesus but away from him. To put it in another way, we sin, laity and clergy alike, young and old alike, new Christians and long-time Christians alike. We see it in Simon Peter. We see it in today's Gospel reading. Thomas struggling to believe that Jesus truly is risen and has appeared to the others. Would any of the others 
have struggled to believe if they've been absent at the time? What about us? Probably, in all honesty. But it's Thomas we remember. Today, the second Sunday of Easter, Low Sunday, is also Divine Mercy Sunday, named after a Polish nun in the 1930s, Saint Faustina Karadska, who reported visions and visitations from Jesus and conversations with him, which she recorded in a diary. Jesus asked her to paint the vision of his merciful divinity being poured from his sacred heart and specifically asked for a feast of divine mercy to be established on the first Sunday after Easter Sunday so that humanity would take refuge in him. Some of the comments from Jesus she recorded are, let all humanity recognise my unfathomable mercy. It is a sign for the end times. After it will come the day of justice. This feast emerged from the very depths of my mercy, and it is confirmed in the vast depths of my tender mercies. Every soul believing and trusting in my mercy will obtain it. Yes, the first Sunday after Easter is the Feast of Mercy, but there must also be deeds of mercy, which are to arise out of love for me. You are to show mercy to our neighbours always and everywhere. You must not shrink from this or try to absolve yourself from it. Have a heart of this is Jesus' divine mercy for all people. No matter who they are, no matter where they're from, no matter what they've done, if only they come back to him. Also though, alongside that, there is that charge for us to show mercy to others, neighbours always and everywhere, and not to avoid it. Powerful words as we reflect upon the situation in Ukraine and also upon the suggestion from the UK government that newly arrived refugees should be sent out to be processed. What does processed mean? Thousands of miles away in Rwanda. How are we showing mercy to our neighbours? I wonder. Where is the mercy? Where is the love? How much do we really love each other? We say we do, but what's the truth? And maybe these are questions for us to ponder as we consider how to vote in the up upcoming local elections. Mercy, forgiveness. <coughs> Let humanity recognise Jesus' mercy, that divine mercy. Let humanity Accept Jesus' divine mercy. Let humanity rejoice in Jesus' divine mercy. Let humanity love and show mercy to others.
back to the gospel. While Thomas was still absent, Jesus arrived and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Here, at the heart of the resurrection, and Jesus appearing in the upper room, is his divine mercy. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you don't, they're not. Forgive, love, show mercy. This charge is put on us by Jesus. It's a charge for priests, as successors to the apostles, as we hear sacramental confession and declare God's forgiveness. But also it's a charge for all of us in how we live with and love other people. <coughs> Putting aside those things which have harmed relationships instead of holding grudges. Forgive. Be reconciled. Show and receive mercy. The last couple of years of pandemic have been hard for us all, personally and as a church. For a few years before that also, things have been a bit complicated at times. Things have been said and done in many different ways, by many different people, which haven't helped the mission and unity of the church which have hurt the body of Christ. It is so easy to hold on to these hurts and allow them to continue dividing us as a church and as a community. But Jesus wants to reach out to us with his divine mercy, offering us forgiveness and reconciliation, encouraging us to forgive each other and be reconciled with each other, encouraging us also to show mercy. On this Divine Mercy Sunday, may we resolve to move forward in that way, striving to be the people God has called us to be, putting aside that which has divided us. Let us work for healing, justice and reconciliation. Let us be honest about past hurts as we look to move forward. And so let us move forward, united with the divine mercy of Jesus, flowing through his most sacred heart into our hearts and lives. Alleluia, Christ is risen. <laughs>